are now listening to Hosanna's Huddle. You are now listening to Hosanna's Huddle. Welcome to Hosanna's Huddle. And we're back in another session for a great discussion today. We just want to talk about the freedom that we have in Christ. You know, so many Christians feel so restricted in their life on what they can do, what they can't do. But you don't understand. You really don't begin to live until you know Jesus Christ. So we just want to talk about this a little bit, give you our experience, maybe how we felt restricted before, but now we understand how free we are with Christ and how we are just loving life right now. I don't know about y'all. Y'all loving life right now? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to y'all. Yes, yes, so who do we have? Oh, before we go into that, I just want to remind everything that everything that we discuss is our personal experiences and our own thoughts and opinions. This does not reflect power in praise ministry at all. So please do not blame it on the church. 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 All right, guys. So who do we have with us tonight? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's Tiana. I thought it was Martin for a minute. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's Char, the shining star. Thanks okay. for joining us this evening. Oh, she didn't got her little catch line. Stars. I'm going to have to do this. Okay. And hello, it's Antoine. Oh, and of course, this is the one and only. I swear. Alex, yes, you're supposed to do the little applause. Where's my applause? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just like, you ever watch? Um, never mind. What show? Sid the Science Kid. Hey, when he has a microphone and he does that, he introduces himself and he plays the applause just like that. Oh, that's Remind cute. Me, Sid the Science Kid. I've heard of that show before. Cool. I've heard of it, but I don't remember it. It's awesome. I don't remember. All right, let's All right, get yeah. started. So I know there's many Christians that feel like when they come to Christ, especially losing people that are like fresh Christians, they just, you know, got saved and they're just walking in this walk. They feel like they have to cut almost everything out of their lives and just be these people that walk around with a Bible all the time with long skirts and <laughs> oh, and we really don't understand really how God is trying to just strip us of all these labels and traditions and everything on our life that we've been told for so many years of what Christianity is and really wants us to just come into a relationship with him and understand, uh, you know, how much free you are, that God just wants to enhance your personality and make you a better person. Um, so we just want to talk to y'all today to get you guys to understand. I know for myself, even through my Christian walk, I went through um, experience where I was very judgmental. Um, I felt like if you were just doing certain things that you were wrong, like you're not supposed to do that, you know. But I am really learning through my walk that there is so many things that God still wants us to live life and enjoy life and enjoy the people around us, their company, fellowship, and really get to know people and enjoy and have a good time, laugh. Really, I feel like everything in the Bible just really wants us to laugh and live life and have a good time. And I feel like as Christians, sometimes we feel so restricted that we it's not we can't even laugh. You know, you can't tell a joke. Um, you can't just do certain things because we've been told for so long, this isn't holy. That's not holy if you do that. So... I know for myself, God's just been pulling back layers, showing me how free I really am in Christ. Like, it's okay to laugh at the little comedy show. Mm -hmm. You know, don't laugh at anything that's really taking it far out there. But 
it's okay to laugh you know it's okay to enjoy it's okay to maybe if a song come in your head from when you used to be back in the day you may sing it and laugh and joke with a friend you know you're not sinning you know just he's been showing me all these different things of how to be comfortable in my skin and my christianity and know that i'm not sinning in everything that i do because i hear so many times people be like so what can you do as a believer you know everything's a sin um i hear it so much but there's so much you can do in christ and enjoy yourself and live life life and go I think even the topic we talked about yesterday with you know going to haunted houses watching scary movies you know those are big taboo topics that sometimes people say you know oh you shouldn't do that as a believer you know you should be restricted you shouldn't watch these type of movies everything should be this you know we try to limit ourselves to this box that is not Christianity at all you know we have so much freedom to really just enjoy life and company so how about anybody else their experience with freedom in Christ like was there any like traditional things that you thought you had to live under when you became a Christian I mean yes when I first came to Christ and I felt that yeah like everything you said like dang man I can't even I can't do nothing no more I can't have my fun I had friends talking about you not the same I mean of course I'm not saying I'm not supposed to be the same being in Christ but I felt like, like you said, with music, I love music. From I was a little girl, I love music. So I felt like being of a Jamaican descent, I'm like, oh my gosh, so I can't listen to my reggae music anymore? Like, oh my gosh, I can't listen to my R&B, my smooth R&B. I can't li-. Like, that was my main thing. Like, I love music. I enjoy music. I love to dance to music. And that was, like, one of my main things. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I love Christ. I'm ready. But I want to enjoy my music still. Um, that was just one of my main, main things. I mean, when I figure and think about more things when I first came to Christ, I guess I'll bring it up, but I don't know. What about you, Brother Antoine? Um, I really can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know that, um, we hear stories of, you know, people and, um, that's been like, you know, that get it like the Christ and you hear stories of people in, in the church saying, well, you can't do this no more. You can't do this. It's like, like Alex said in the beginning, like some people want to restrict the things that we can do to like, to a certain degree that we can't even breathe without saying this is in that, you know what I mean? So like, um, like I said, I've seen it before. So as far as me personally, I can't think of anything. Well, well, I would say, um, music, music and, um, I would say video games. Cause at first, you know, I, even though when I gave my life to Christ, I was still listening to, you know, music that I shouldn't be listening to. And I was like, I could do this. But then I was like, I don't know if I should or not. And then when I started to dive more into the Bible and listen to other people's opinions and pastors telling me and everything. So it's like, I guess it's about moderation, you know, mm-hmm. about certain music. Because I still listen to some secular music, but it's not like, it's, I will, well, I, well, let's first, let's, 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 um, mm-hmm. let's um, kind of dive into the word secular music mm-hmm. because... Any music that's, I guess, non, you know, Christian is considered secular music. But I think the term secular sounds so dirty that you can't listen, that makes make it seem like you can't listen to any music at all. Like, for example, I like listening to a lot of instrumental music. Instrumental music, some music that's positive, even though it's not really Christian related, it's still like positive, upbeat music. Yeah. So that music I still listen to, but music that I listen that's, you know, cursing me out or talk about drug dealing or. <laughs> Yeah. Things fornication, things like that. Like I kinda I cut that out. So Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 my thoughts and whatnot. I love trap music. Ooh. Oh Lord. That's coming from Shar to Star, just I, to let y'all know. I do. I love trap music. Ooh, 
and it's probably not good, but I love plies. Shout out to plies. Ooh. Oh my god. Ply. He's a girl, no. Um <laughs> Why? No. Why I lost? No. That's the price is right. But anyway, um <laughs> I knew what my biggest challenge was already gonna be when I got saved. Like I already knew that I, it was going to take a really, 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 really long time for me to like change, change. And so I kind of expected that I was probably going to struggle. Um, but sometimes you just got to take a step back and realize that I mean it's not like I was living this wild and crazy life right before I got saved I had started living my wild and crazy life when I was probably like 13 mm. so by the time I was ready to give my life to Christ and get saved I was already a, um, a grown woman I was probably like 35 and you know the kids were older and I had already done a whole lot of stuff that I didn't have no business doing staying out late in the clubs getting in the club underage drinking a lot every day all day oh my goodness and going to different colleges up and down you should have played toasty <laughs> going to different colleges up and down the eastern seaboard what Riding on the back of motorcycles without no, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> not no helmet without no helmet. So where are you going with this? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, I, 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 I had already up. stopped doing all that stuff by the time I got saved. Like, I wasn't living a wild and crazy life um, when I got saved. So mm. I kind of fit. I mean, I knew I had a whole lot of work to do just based on my mouth alone. That is like one of my biggest struggles is my mouth. It is disgusting. It's a sewer. It's a bottomless pit. Mm. And so I knew that I was going to struggle with that. And I still struggle with it to this day. And I've been saved for, I think, like seven years or so. And I don't think it, my mouth has gotten any better. But I do ask the Lord to forgive me, which doesn't make it okay. But I do try to think about what I say before so I say it. hasn't improved at all? No, I don't think so. Not uh, just a little bit. A tidbit. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I mean, from the time that I've known you, you have gotten a lot better. You think so? Yeah. Thank you. See, you got to have people on the outside. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. Thank you, From T. the time that I have known you, you have gotten better. From really? When I very first met you to now. Goodness. Yes. I must have been terrible. <laughs> yes, you have gotten better. Goodness. <laughs> I, I don't do it on purpose. Now you just say, Barry, leave me alone. All right. <laughs> Right. So you have gotten yes. a lot better from the first time yes, I met you. I don't you lash to now. out as harshly. I can't. I can't admit that I don't lash out as harshly. But it's a pro it's a process. But I don't think it's as scary of a process as we think it is. I think, I think it becomes something so beautiful. You know, I feel like at first you might be a little scared and apprehensive and you may feel like you're giving up so much. But once you really dig deep into it and you start to understand the word and your relationship with God grows, I feel like it's, it's such a beautiful thing. It's something that you don't want to let go of, you know, and all that all those other things, they just become irrelevant in your life and you, you have no problem walking away from it i mean i love little kim hardcore her first album and 
I do still sometimes find myself listening to it, even though I know I'm not supposed to, mm, mm, but mm, nowhere mm. near as much as I would have back in the days. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'll skip over certain songs because my, my spirit just can't. Mm-hmm. It just can't. Speaking of, girl, I have to, let me chime in on that. Let me get piggyback mm-hmm. on that Little Kim album because when I was younger, you listen to Little Kim now, I shouldn't have been listening to that when I was younger. I shouldn't have been saying those words out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, I said this stuff? Oh my goodness. So I get it. But giving up Little Kim was a hard one. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. I have to, I agree with her on that. I think it's a New York thing. Don't worry about it. But I, it was hard giving yeah. up Little Kim. It really was. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't was, know if music was so hard for me. You like music Too Short, though. Oh, that was years ago. That though. was just one song yeah. off of Too Short, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I had like, I, I don't know. As, the monkey. Him as an artist, period. Oh. No, I don't know I that. I think it was just Shake That no, Money no, song like that. like that. And then the only reason I was introduced to that yeah, is because I got that older monkey. sisters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the music I really I mean, knew course. was from them. <laughs> it was it, that's the only way I learned the songs. But other than that, like I don't think music was as hard for me as most people. I mean, if I hear a song, I'm not gonna lie, I'll sing it if I know it. That's something I would do. But as like going to have a playlist, I think because once I really got into the church, I kind of have really got into Christian rap. So it wasn't like I substituted, but then I understood the substance. Because like you said, a lot of stuff, as I sung the lyrics, I was just like, my spirit was at, like, not at ease. So, like, my spirit mm-hmm. automatically would be like, no, I, I just can't. Like, it's it's just uneasy. That's why, I like, because yeah. like you said, stuff you sung when you were younger, you mm-hmm. weren't thinking nothing about it. You're like, why was mm-hmm. I even was singing this? Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. You were just grooving. But now, like, now my spirit just be like, mm, oh, I can't, I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. No like, wonder it'd be my cringing. mama was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like. I what kinda, was hard for you? What was hard yeah. for me? Um, I would say probably, I would say relationships and friendships, I think was the most difficult for me. Um, because it was like, I wanted to still hold on to those old friends and I used them for a crutch for a long time. So like my reason for going to the club is because I never wanted my sister to be by herself. Not because I listened to the music mm-hmm. because a lot I had stopped listening to the music, but I would go because I didn't want her to be by herself or I would go with my friends because they wanted me to. Like they knew what I was into, but it was just like, okay, I'll go for that reason. So like I found excuses on why to be in certain environments mm-hmm. that I didn't need to be in. Um, so that definitely was probably the hardest for me to let go and really like, okay, it's okay. You can still love them, but there's just certain things you can't do with them anymore. So that definitely was the hardest thing for me was friendships and relationships and even walking away from um, people that I was dating because most of, some of them were really not into the church like that. They went to church, but they weren't in the church, which is a big difference. So when I decided that I wanted to... Um, give my life to Christ fully when I decided that I actually had to walk away from a relationship I think me and him were together like three years because it was almost three years going on four years because he was a heavy weed smoker so like it was like I kind of had to make that distinction like okay do you want to date this person or do you not want to date this person which besides that he could have been a good person so that's definitely probably what was the hardest for me was relationships and different friendships that I had to. And even like me and Sierra said plenty of times, there was a long period of time me and Sierra didn't talk to each other just because of her lifestyle and my lifestyle just didn't match up. And she, that's my best, best friend. You know, I didn't known her since I moved to Florida. So most definitely that was different to me was friendships and relationships. How about you guys? What about relationships for you guys? 
I think from when I was little, I kind of coached myself to cut people off. So relationships, I mean, I can cut you off and still have you in my life, but really cut you off. I don't know if that's really cutting them off, but I don't know. Yeah, because my definition is cut off. I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. So it's like, (laughs) but when I do get to that point of cutting off, you're cut off. I make you hold on to the little string, but when you cut that string, that's it. I don't, I don't go back. I don't look back. Don't say a word to me. Don't even look my way. So I try not to get to that point because I've been battling that as a little girl is like cutting people off that bad. And I'm, you know, I don't want to, you don't, you don't want to hate nobody or nothing like that. You don't want to grow that resentment or nothing. So I try to stay away from that because from when I was a little girl, like I said, cutting people off was my thing and it wasn't nice because I would be nasty. And I try not to get to that point. So that's why a lot of times if I do look like I'm holding on to relationships because I know how nasty I can get. And that's one of the things I'm battling. And that's one of the things that Christ is purging out of me because I can get nasty, kind of, sort of, but not that nasty, you know? You understand, right? Okay. So (laughs) I I guess we get it. It wasn't hard for me to uh, transition the relationship mm -hmm. part. Because when I got saved, I had just moved here to the state of Florida. So Mm -hmm. I had already left a a life behind. And the life that I was living um, when I was living up north, Mm -hmm. it wasn't the most ideal situation. It was almost like a movie. And it wasn't good in any way, shape, or form. Mm, There was nothing good coming out Mm. of it at all. I could write a book about it and it probably Hmm. be a a bestseller, but I escaping it was such a relief for me. And then when I got down here, I knew immediately, it was almost like God was talking to me the whole time. I knew immediately what it was that I needed to do. I wasn't a Christian. I didn't consider myself a Christian. I didn't consider myself um, to be Christ-like. I didn't consider myself to be any of those things. I, I was a person who knew God and I was aware of his goodness, but I had not tried to attain it for myself at that point. And when I got here, I knew I was starting over, um, but he was telling me that I needed to start over with him. Mm. Otherwise, everything was going to f- probably fall apart or what I left was going to follow me. Mm. That message was very clear. And um, I had already left behind a whole bunch of bad relationships. So that was the first step of it. Just moving away helped tremendously. Mm. And then... Um, like I said, once I got here, he made it very clear to me that I needed to seek his face. And that's exactly what I did. I took it seriously. I woke up early in the mornings, even on mornings I didn't want to wake up early. I went to so many different churches, way too many to count, just trying to find out where I belong and where I was going to receive him the best. And thank God I found power and praise because it was exhausting. It was exhausting. It was, um, I felt defeated. I felt what was confused exhausting? just going from church to church, trying to figure out where I was supposed to be. Where it was home. Right. I felt out of place. I felt, I felt defeated because I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. I felt like I wasn't experiencing what it was that I needed to experience. Like I felt out of place. I felt I felt like something was wrong. I felt like something just wasn't the way it was supposed to be. And, um, but, but, but eventually, like I said, I found power and praise and I 
the, that was my first experience with relationships here in the state of Florida. I mean, I have family here, but they, they live like an hour or so away. Um, so I'm not talking about my relationships with my family, but I am talking about friendships. And um, my friendships were born in power and praise. And so um, it was a totally different life than what I was used to. I was literally, you know, without saying too much, I was literally used to um, being in the middle of investigations. I was used to um, being followed constantly, threatened constantly. Um, I was used to um, dropping to the floor with my children in the middle of the night mm. i was used to um hiding out i was used to um we need you to go ahead and write that book yeah being interviewed <laughs> like uh pretty much um not interviewed interrogated i was used to being interrogated i was used to constantly having to answer for myself constantly trying uh, having to explain myself constantly having to forgive constantly having to trying to remove myself or reinvent myself or starting over constantly just trying to be this person that I didn't I never thought I signed up to be and um just coming here was such a relief some of it followed but most of it didn't and um it, it was it was it was a, a, a release it was a relief it was everything that I needed at the time. Sorry if I'm, I'm going on and on and on, but. No, it was just a part of that that was kind of funny. I kind of picked up on what you said. I picked up on what you said. I did too. I'm sorry. But I'm happy to be in it's so funny too, because I know, I know people I know, looking you know, at me like know, I'm crazy don't. because they don't even but know But that's the, the part I thought you talked, that you said was tiring. That's what I figured. Yeah, that, exhausting. That's, that's tiring. It's exhausting. I was so, so lost. I can relate. And so like. Yeah, the constantly getting terrible. Jumped. Like things that yeah, I've been in the middle of, the things yeah. that I've seen, the things that I have to pretend like I did not see, the things that I know that I have to bury so deep down just mm -hmm. to protect other people. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's so funny because a lot of people don't know these things other than my closest friends mm -hmm. um, here that I've confided in about what you know the life I used to live before mm -hmm. I got here and. Um, People are shocked to hear it. Whenever they hear it, sometimes people don't even believe what I'm saying. They don't think it's true. You know, they don't think it's true until I tell it a second time or a third time because that doesn't happen in real life, yes, right? Right? So, you know, I know that's what people think, but yes, it happens in real life and it has happened to me so many times. But I, I say all that to say that there's comfort. There's comfort when you when you get saved and you it's decide to, to have a walk with Christ. There's comfort in it. There's protection in it. There's peace of mind in it. Like you can't put a price tag on that. Peace of mind is everything. You know, um, I used to look out my window, my bedroom window, and there used to be detectives sitting hmm. in front of my house mm -hmm. writing on clipboards and um, just the harassment and everything else is just, it was such a relief to get away from everything, just a mm -hmm. relief. And I just, I have to say that when you find Christ, you find something that completes you. Amen. Just like, you know, people look for that kind of completeness in, um, Gangs. in a relationship with mm -hmm. other people. 
with, with people walking the earth and i i feel like you can't attain that with people in front oh, of you of course not you know but when you don't know better you know sometimes you end up in situations you ain't supposed to end up in mm-hmm. but and, to what you're saying too mm-hmm. like you know of course you have to find it in christ first but one of the good things about it is when you find it in christ and you find christ in our people then you have people in your life that understands that focus to where you have the right people to celebrate with mm-hmm. so like the plus side of it when you are a new christian and you find your church home and you find these good relationships i mean they're all the best like like i said when i had to make that transition from relationships and friendships that were difficult for me which was hard for me you know i seen it as i used to joke and be like i hang out with the old people but I'm not going to lie to you that period in time in my life that I hung out with my mom and dad and my aunt were the funnest times because they always had something to do on the weekend and you know you always was eating like you had a good time we was going to a movie we was going bowling you know it was just different things we were constantly doing and just laughing like you ain't got to worry about somebody falling because they drunk or somebody too high like you ain't got to worry about trying to rush home because it's this time you trying to hurry up on the highway got to look out on the highway because I mean I like you said my experience definitely has not been with yours has been but driving home from the club people drunk and people brand new cars slamming into other people right next to you so you got to be very cautious of how you're driving because people don't know how to drive at that time of night so it's like you're not worried about those different things and just to be able to sit down laugh have a good time and just crack up you know i was like oh this is really a thing y'all really be having this kind of fun so to have healthy relationships in my life because that's who my friends were until i really had friendships to where now i have a group of women that i can go with or even couple that we can just sit down and we have a blast just sitting there cracking up and telling jokes and going different places and comedy shows and just different things that we have a great time and we have fun with and we don't have those burdens of okay we gotta look out for this person we gotta look out for that person because you know you always gotta look out for one friend when you Mm -hmm. out in the club and you're doing the wrong thing you always got that (laughs) one friend you gotta watch out for but when everybody is just like in the right mind or even when you're going through something even if we want to go on a deeper level um in your household or something that you have someone you can sit down and have a discussion with in your business not in the street or you know everybody's not talking about you behind your back people Mm -hmm. are truly praying for you people are truly seeking the same things for you you know want Mm -hmm. to see better for you and they can just see on your face that you're going through something don't want to know about it but they're praying for you because they see you're going through it so you know you have these different type of healthier relationships through christ and that that's our freedom in christ and knowing who he is and his goodness and finding people that are the same minded like you um that just please god because it's awesome you know that's why i say i'm so free in christ because Mm -hmm. you know when you not saved in even high school it's like you're still dealing with high school drama as grown adults Mm -hmm. and it's crazy you still have people picking Mm -hmm. on people want other people man you just it's just so much coveting and envy and all these different things that go on Mm -hmm. in you know grown adults because Mm. of the fact that they haven't found that freedom in christ and don't know who they are and these are people that say they go to church every sunday but they really have not identified with Mm -hmm. who christ is and the freedom in christ and when you truly find that the relationships are totally different it's it's a whole nother level it's it's what you've been looking for i guess is the best way to say it's the true friendship that everybody speaks about and they want you find it first with christ and then you find out that they're in love with christ the same way so we just connect and our spirits combine in a different way and 
the prayer life i mean when you really got a friend that prays the way you pray it's incredible because you know y'all you walk out of that thing like yeah whether you know the little picture they show the cat going mm -hmm. in and then you see the lion come out you know when you got a friend praying with you like that you know that's really yeah. how you walk out with your chest high and you may still be in the midst of your situation but you know you have somebody that's going to war with you yes. with the same thing yes. and they're, they're worshiping the same person you worship and praise the same person you praise so it, it's just an awesome feeling with relationships so that's definitely was a great thing in my transition as coming over and really letting go of the things yes it's hard because sometimes like I said my close people were my friends and people that I knew for years but when I made that transition I was able to see them make that transition fully mm -hmm. so that was what uh, blessed my heart even more because the person that's been my best friend for forever now she's in church with me worshiping with me and if I need to have that conversation with her I can have that conversation with yeah. her or have that talk mm -hmm. with her because now me being taking that first step and saying you know I'm gonna back off now they're over on the same side with me and we're able to enjoy Christ together mm -hmm. and of course I've met plenty of other sisters and I, I love my group my friend group because each and every one of them I go to to them for different things and I can talk to them on different levels and different maturity and it's just awesome to be able to have that category to know you have those type of sisters behind you backing you at all times mm -hmm. so I don't know how it is for you Antoine being a male if it's the same way I mean of course it probably is the same way but y'all probably ain't as catty as women so period so but your difference <laughs> in friendships now as a Christian versus when you were not a Christian well I would say it's pretty much the same because i'm terrible with relationships meaning not saying that i'm a bad person or anything meaning that i barely keep in contact with people i'm bad at communicating with people mm -hmm. so like friends in college and everything that i talk to like they all trying to like hang out and everything I'm like, okay cool let's do it but i never like follow up and everything like i'm mm -hmm. i just mm -hmm. i don't do it on purpose i just i just don't do it not not saying that i don't i do it as like well, I don't want to hang out with Don anything like that. Right. Just, it's just more like I just I got a bad habit of not communicating. So I think we're all guilty of that to a certain extent. I know I am. One thing I do love about getting saved is that my family, and when I say my family, I mean my husband and my two children. Um, they stepped up to the plate and made it very clear that they wanted to take that walk with me, hmm. and it was no question about it. And um, even the children at the ages that they were when we got saved, um, they were very sure because I spoke with each one of them individually because one thing pastor wanted everybody to do is understand, mm -hmm. understand why you were doing it, mm -hmm. understand what that you knew what you were doing it, why you were doing it and um, what you were actually committing to. And I was, I was shocked. Um, when the kids actually, when I sat down with each one of them separately, of course, um, and they told me how sure they were and why they were so sure. Because when you go to your kids, you go to church with your kids, you tend to have an idea they're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. They're not absorbing anything. All they want to do is go home. They're restless or tired or thinking about anything other than what the pastor is saying. But that at that moment i realized like oh my gosh they get it you know they actually may even get it more than me <laughs> you know and i i think that may be why out of the mouth the mouths of babes right mm -hmm. because you don't realize how oh, they're so impressionable and they're such sponges that i feel like they can do so many different things at once and listening and 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 looking like they're not listening they're like pros at it and um 
So they decided. I never forced it on them, and I never said, okay, mom is getting saved this weekend, and y'all better too. It was never that situation. I asked them because I didn't know if they were mature enough to even understand what was going on, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to see if they were. And my goodness, they just shocked me, and they were so excited. Mm -hmm. They basically explained to me, like, mom, we thought it was all about us, not just you. You know, they were excited and they wanted to do it more than I wanted to do it. And so the four of us just did it together. And, you know, my husband and I have been together now um, in December. It'll be 21 years. And I tell you, we've done everything and anything that you could imagine as a couple. And there's nothing more intimate then forget about sex forget about kissing in the mouth forget about (laughs) (laughs) holding hands forget about all that when i tell you there's nothing like the intimacy of getting saved together finding god together praying together and just reaching that plateau of 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 closeness with the lord when you're doing that with your husband with your mate it's like you you are climaxing it's like you you are experiencing something that cannot be touched i don't think she meant it in that way tiana (laughs) i mean it's just it's intimacy on a whole nother level it's like out of this world it's it's it's, it just feeds everything about it feeds your spirit it feeds your soul it it feeds your body it feeds your it just feeds every part of you it feeds parts that you didn't even know you had and i just i feel like everybody should experience that i mean i would love for everybody to experience that especially married couples it's so important i wish everybody got that because it is freeing it's it's freeing Mm -hmm. it's not i don't feel constricted yeah i don't feel constricted since i got saved i don't feel constricted at all i feel loved Mm, that's a good where I didn't feel love before seriously you think you know what love is I didn't know love until I found Christ okay that's a good listen now if she don't preach that's a good one that was good but see I think and that's one of the biggest misconceptions I think with some people that drag their feet because I think a lot of us sometimes when you like you said you had an inkling of who God was but you wasn't a Christian Mm -hmm. like before you make that turn in their life i think a lot of people do struggle with relationships especially in-house relationships like when you're married or something and you want to cross over i think a lot of people struggle to make that step because they don't know how their mate may accept them but everything i read in the christian and the bible i said the christian wow i was about to say the christian book so everything that i read in the bible you know based when you make that transition and how you live your life is really going to affect how your relationship will be so i think that what you just said is an incredible yes. big point that you know we have to understand that you become so free in it and your spouse and everybody sees you in a different light um mm-hmm. but in a better light and it's, it's real love you know because then your husband knows how to love you correctly mm-hmm. like you said you don't that experience love intimacy. until that because why Ooh. he's pleasing 
God first before mm. he pleases you. And yeah. mm. when he pleases God, he understands how God wants mm. him to love mm. you. And I think that that's an incredible thing. So I don't think you should ever let that be something that stops you. And, or if you are a new Christian mm. and you find yourself struggling with that, just keep you living your life the way that Christ has ordained you to. And your spouse is going to see that light on you and have those questions um, and begin to want to have the same thing that you have. Because like you said, it's a different type of love. And when your mate finds that love, it, it, it don't matter what you do. You can buy me all the gifts in the world you want, but if you have not accomplished and found this love for yourself, you will never be able to love me intimately the way that I need to be loved because of the fact that Christ's love is always going to outshine your love that you can give me. So I think that's like a big one that Christ's mm-hmm. love is like everything on the top of the list. And you feel it. You think even, even a parent's love is better than Christ's love. And, um, people struggle with that. Like, well, my children, my, I don't think they'll understand this new lifestyle that we're about to live, you know, but like you said, they understand so much more than what you think they may understand. Or sometimes they may be searching for that because sometimes they're as parents, I'm not a parent, but I see my youth as my children and I'm a godparent. But I will say this as parents, sometimes that there's things that our children may need from us that we're not able to give them. But when they know who Christ is, Mm. they're able to find that fulfillment through Christ and understand that, you know, Hey, I'm not perfect. And they understand who you are as a parent better. So it helps them because they're still getting what they need from Christ and not from this world or anywhere else where they may try to seek it. So I think as parents, sometimes we miss that, you know, that with Christ involved in our household is so important because we can, he can fill those voids that we're not perfect in things that we may not understand and that we may not gotten from our parents that we need to Mm. give to our children. Mm -hmm. So, but when they know who Christ is, they're able to have that fulfillment. So that love part is like Mm -hmm. a big part of the freedom of understanding who Christ is in your life, because it just adds to every area. Like you said, it's another intimacy. You can Mm -hmm. never fulfill through anything else. Not no sexual, nothing, nothing is earth can ever fulfill that intimacy of Christ's love, which is awesome. Spiritual intimacy. Of course. I like that. Spiritual intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, That's and it's a big one. Because if you think about it, next one I was gonna kinda talk about besides relationship is your mentality and your mindset. Mm how freeing you are in your mindset when you truly know who Christ is. You know, I know for me as I'm a thinker, so outside of Christ, my mind races and it's to the point where even sometimes where I lay down, my heart is pounding so fast because everything that I think is a problem or going wrong in my life, it races through my mind and I'm constantly focused on it. I'm constantly thinking about it. It just plays over and over my head. You know, some people go crazy, but by God's grace, cause I got him covering me. I don't go crazy, okay. but it, it's one of those things. I'm a thinker where I just intensely think like, what can I do to improve it? What can I do to change this? How can I switch this? How can I do this? What, what's the problem? What can I do? Like, so with Christ is like, that ease that I get from that thinking when I just be like, you know what, you got to give it to Jesus. And it's just like, my mind just goes at peace and I'm able to focus on my day and live my life and actually be a functioning person because I probably wouldn't be functioning. I probably always have that face where everybody be like, dang, what's wrong with her? And I'll be sitting in the corner by myself and not want to talk to anybody because my mind is literally racing. How can I fix everything in my life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So for everybody else, how was your like mental instability changed Mm -hmm. and your freedom with Christ? I can chime in on that right there. Okay, with that mental stability. Okay, like I I have to agree with you. Finding Christ helped me a lot because 
before Christ or even in the beginning of finding Christ, my mentality was all over the place. Like how you say your mind race, my mind race, it still does race. Um, growing up as a little girl, been through a lot. Uh, I've noticed probably when 2006, when my mom died, it's just events started happening after the other, after 2006, back to back, year after year. And I felt like with all that happened to me since 2006 until today, I should be in a straitjacket. I should be. But the reason why I'm not in a straitjacket is because I do know how to chime into my spiritual realm. I know how to talk to God for him to get me out of there. Because like I said, I literally should be in a straitjacket. Too much had too much events had taken place since 2006 that even when I, you know, give my testimony a little to certain teenage girls that probably I see that's going through similarity of what I've been through or even before 2006 let's not even go there (laughs) um I feel like they're going through or they're going to the same steps and I share with them and they're like and you're still sane you can still carry on every day you can still carry on and take care of four kids you can still carry on and do your job and I'm just looking at it like yeah but that wasn't me I, I kid you not. I have to tell them it wasn't me it was all God I have teenage girls now that I teach that I feel like they're going through stuff and I just give them little snippets of what I've been through and they're like but how and now they're interested like didn't you say your friend coming to tell us about God and whatever and da, da, da. I'm like don't worry about it we're gonna get there yeah so but they're interested now like okay we heard just a little bit of what you've been through Mrs. Hulker so now we know that you're doing all of this going through all of that that we can too but we have a struggle so we want you to teach us what you learned And that right there just opened me up like, wow, you know, that's just a beautiful thing. But I have to admit, God, my mentality, if it was not for God, I will literally probably be in the G building in Brooklyn, in the G building, because G building is a crazy house, guys. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, everybody don't know what the G building is. (laughs) I just shared. It's the crazy house in Brooklyn. Everybody got their own saying for something. (laughs) It's the G building in Brooklyn. You get like, yeah, you know, your mentality. Yeah. The ward. Um, but I have to give it to Christ because I, when I found Christ, yes, he has put ease. I mean, yeah, I'm still battling things mentally, but I know that when I do get in that phase of whatever mentally or mentality is getting a little disarray, I know to turn to Christ. I know to turn to him, like, you know, little things happen, but I know like God, this is not what was meant. So. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. But is, y- is y'all seeing something? Because y'all scaring me. I like <laughs> Everybody turned around something. while I'm talking, and I'm yeah. like, I y'all have like people hearing run. something. I'm Make sorry. like a lion about to come around the corner. So yeah, talk keep about hearing that something. Cat turning into. I was just messing with y'all. It's oh, well, I'm play with you. Play too much. No, I saw Charmaine looking, so I just said, "Let me Yeah, no, because I keep hearing something. I don't know what it is. It's just the building is old. What about you? Well, let's do Antoine because he's been quiet. How about you, like your mentality, your mindset, how is it different? Have you found your freedom in Christ? I, um, I don't stress no more. Um, I just let, I let situations that I can't control, I just let God handle it. Cause at first I used to be like, okay, I need to fix this. How can I do this? How can I do this? Instead of giving to God and everything. And so I think sometimes Taya gets mad at me because I'm so like care, not carefree, but I'm so like nonchalant about everything. But like, oh yeah. We'll, we'll make it work and then she knows no we gotta do this we gotta do this and no mm-hmm. we'll make it work somehow so like like i said before like i just just trying to f- mm. figure out everything how to do this how to do that how to do that how can i fix this but once i started trusting god more i just i'm like 
I won't say carefree, but more like worry free. Like, oh, yeah. It, it, some, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. If not, then God will fix it somehow, or He'll guide me and make make sure I make the right decisions to make the right moves and everything. So that's that was that's my that was my mentality. Okay. Yeah. Definitely same. I feel like I don't stress out as much. I feel like initially, like I think I said this last time, whereas initially I'll like freak out a little bit and then I remember who I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember who my father is Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's so funny because it's like you, you would think after a while you wouldn't need that constant reminder, but sometimes, I don't know, I think we, we have to have our own little meltdowns first Mm -hmm. before we kind of realize like, wait a minute, hold on, you know, what am I doing? You know, but, um. There's always a realization. There's always. He doing that on purpose. The, there's always. I keep hearing stuff. I swear. There's always a realization after the initial meltdown. It's not even a total meltdown. It's just worry. You know, I'm worrisome, and so I have to do my little bit of cryberry crybaby worrying, and then I snap out of it. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> this is stupid. Like, what am I doing? Like, get it together, pull yourself together, and then I'm fine. I'm fine after that. Sometimes if I freak out for a little bit too long and I feel like I can't pull myself together, that's when I call Eva and be like, okay, so I mean, that's when I call Alex, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. And, you know, I'm about to lose it. And then she'll always give me something, you know, something always comes out of her into me. And I think that's where you find the balance. And when we were talking about relationships, mm-hmm. I feel like you, yes, your husband can pick up maybe where you fall short. But sometimes if you surround yourself with the right people, and they're all anointed in their own ways, wow. they can, they can. I didn't see myself in that light. They can, yeah, they can. I feel like they can definitely help you refocus. I feel like sometimes they can fill a void. Sometimes they can get you back on track and say the right things because it's almost like God is speaking through them. It's like, just like the Lord can use people to do bad against you. He can use uh, people to do good for you, you know, and I think we always lose track of that or we lose sight of that. But I feel like it's 100% the truth. (laughs) And if you have the right people in your corner, they're always going to put God first and, and, you know, remind you who you are to get you back on on the right track. And that's so, so, so important. 100%. So important. Of course. I think these things are the I don't know. Yo, listen. So I guess this is a haunted podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to add that in there. Because so everybody is right tripping. <laughs> this is a haunted podcast yeah. session. Jamaicans be like stuff whole spirits. I swear because I could have sworn I, I well, rebuke it. So listen. Listen, we in the house. Uh-uh, Here you go. <laughs> I swear. Um, I think that and to I think something we have to understand as believers that is a misconception, especially when you come to Christ that messes up your freedom in Christ is feeling like you have to be perfect Mm. and everything in your life has to be perfect when you become a Christian. And I think that's what restrains us a lot as believers, especially new believers, because you're like striving for something that does not exist. Mm. 
um you're striving to be something that you can't be <laughs> like no matter how hard you try um just because you get saved doesn't mean everything in your life is going to add up everything's going to just magically fall in place you're going to become debt free you're going to have the new car all of a sudden the best job is going to fall in your lap like no that that's not how it works just because you gave your life to christ you're still walking this earth there's still going to be struggles there's still going to be things that you'll have to work on and overcome um you will never be perfect and i think as a believer that's something we have to understand and when we accept that that's when you find your freedom in christ uh when you accept that everything in your life is not going to be perfect you got to have to suffer a little bit but guess what we still count it as joy we keep moving forward we know who we are in christ we don't lose ourselves in um this world we understand that we're still a child of god and he still loves us unconditionally and gives us everything that we need not what we want but what we need and he will add on and give us what we want in due time and when he wants to do that um when we understand that then as a believer your walk and your mentality becomes so much easier you're not trying to be this person that you're not that's why i said as believers you know you don't have to walk around with the bible in your hand and oh you know and every time someone looks at you and say good morning isn't it a good morning this is the day that the lord has made like you know you don't have to quote a scripture every time someone says something to you you know you kind of say you know i'm struggling a little bit this morning but i know god's gonna make help me get through it you know god's gonna provide me what i need to move forward out of this funk you know knowing that you're not you know those things you don't have to be that person that just always has the right thing to say um but you understand who Christ is when you find that mentality is, is it's going to, it's going to blow your mind. I want to, I want to touch on what you just said about, um, first let me fix my voice first. <clears throat> Go ahead, brother. Anto. I thought you was going into the <clears throat> night storm. No. <laughs> about, um, you know, when becoming a Christian, they think everything's going to just magically work and everything. I think that's the biggest misconception about Christianity. They, um, people think that just cause you gave life to Christ, you're going to get a, you're going to be debt free. You're going to, be super happy you're gonna be everything's gonna work out no there's gonna be times where you're not happy but then again at the same time happy is a temporary emotion mm-hmm. joy is what you is everlasting yeah, so, yes so i'd rather be joyful than happy in there yes. even if you have a bad day one time yes. you're not happy so i still got joy you know right. I, still, I still got god on yeah. my side he's doing everything so but yeah that's a huge misconception about people that look at look at christianity and the thing Oh, this person is broken. He's he's struggling. Why is he happy? Why is he joyful? Why is why is he been a Christian? That's not what I signed up for. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with the so joy. True. I had to have joy yesterday when I was breaking up a fight between two girls and they punched me in my face. I had to have joy. Mm-hmm. Still, that takes a yeah. lot of joy. Joy, girl. I would have whooped both of them. <laughs> Ooh, the elbow was coming. I had to remember oh, that I was goodness. a teacher and not a teenager. Mm-hmm. But the joy was there. <laughs> no it's just because i was listening because i just told Antoine i was listening to the podcast about the song or whatever and it, when you said that it just kind of reminded me of something too but another misconception this is something that they talked about is when you become a christian that you know anger anger is mm. one i want to talk about if you don't hit it um how they you know people use the scripture mm. give them the other cheek i think sometimes we take it out of contents um really what it means because it's, it's really a spiritual thing it means do not let people it, don't think that that's saying you know let everybody walk all over you and use and abuse you people the way they want to abuse you know it you know it's a certain way that you stand up for yourself as a believer um I, it's very it actually is in the sense of spiritually understanding you know how to defend yourself and something that a 
like that they um I'm talking about KB and um, their podcast. If y'all want to, y'all should listen I'm to it. It's a good podcast. It's, should, yeah, what? it's a good podcast. They were kind of talking mm-hmm. about the song, you know, because they were talking about don't try um oh, don't try me, me try Jesus mm-hmm. song. But they were kind of talking about you know, like they said, they probably would have made the song, but nothing against him. He's a good person. But what they were saying, you know, as a believer, you know sometimes when people think that you know you have to try to prove who you are and really instead of understanding who christ is and you know in your life and when you know someone's about to fight like something kb was saying you know instead of fighting them sometimes he'll just be like brother i don't want to fight you you know like what are we even going to fight about you know kind of just rationalizing things in your mind because you know when you mad you mad you say things you don't want to say you're out of it but he's kind of saying once you kind of know who christ is which we're talking about the freedom in christ you kind of it makes you think about things differently and rationalize different situations to be able to know how to approach those situations Mm -hmm. so even when you know someone is doing something wrong to you how to approach it in a way to where you know you're still standing up for yourself but you're not trying to fight them or getting stomped on or getting beat up. Um, am I explaining it the right, right way? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause he listened to it before me, but I thought that's a big thing too, because sometimes when people become Christians, you feel like you have to be somebody's, um, Doormat. doormat doormat and that's not who christ, christ was not listen we serve a god he's not a wimp i want people to understand that you know david wasn't a wimp you know i like to use that sometimes because you know he stood up to goliath you know um but we we don't serve where it's telling us to be we have to be a wimp or we have to be people's doormats no that's not what that scripture is telling you just let people use you and abuse you any kind of way because right. some people take it in that sense and no that's not what it's telling you but know how to approach the situations because sometimes there is situations that we put ourselves in to where we allow people to treat us that way because we're believers, you know, oh, I can't do this or I can't stand up for mm-hmm. myself. I can't. No, that's not what that scripture is telling you, but right. it's telling you to do it in such a way that you are still edifying Christ when you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, people so, got to read before that scripture too. Let's lead up to it. And people, like like you said, people take that con- that scripture so out of context. Yes. Don't mean, just because it, it doesn't mean let someone punch you in the face you know yeah no, I mean that. <laughs> i'd know. be like you want the other side right. no it's more like an insult thing like you insult me okay if i'm still a christian or whatever exactly that's what it's trying to get across you know people are going to insult you and say what they want to say about you that's what it's saying just give them the other cheek continue to let them insult you because what the insult does not define um, mess up who you are as a christian and one thing you have to understand about it too like you said they do have to read up because really christ is talking to us about people that are our fellow believers um they're actually not in reference to people that are not believers now now i'm not saying you just go out and start punching people in the face that's not what i'm saying at all please don't take it the wrong way (laughs) please don't take it the wrong way but you don't have to take certain things from people and let them know who you stand for like I'm going to tell you now I'm not going to put my hands on you I don't want to fight you it's not even that serious I can walk away from the situation now if they provoke you in a way to where you need to protect yourself that is different and I think as believers you know we get that taken out of context sometimes because we don't search for a fight as a Christian. We are free in Christ. You don't have to be somebody's doormat in Christ. That don't mean just let people come and use and abuse you, steal from you, take everything from you, and you supposed to just be like, I'm praying for them. No, that is not what Christ tells us when we read that scripture. So please do not take that scripture in that way as a new believer and think that you have to be people's doormat when you get saved. No, because mm-hmm. those are not people you need in your life. Those are people you need. Like, like Tiana said in the beginning, you need to cut off. Don't even look at me. Mm-hmm. after i cut you out those are the people you need to remove out your life and pray for them in a distance that Mm -hmm. part so one thing i wanted to bring up is like Mm -hmm. 
when Tiana was saying cutting people off and, you know, distancing yourself from people and things like that. I think this cutoff culture is so out of control. I think it's so out of hand. And and people take it. I guess it's a fad now because it's everywhere and everything. and, And, you know, as a Christian, I have to say this, that, you know, be careful. Be careful with relying on that so heavily. Be careful with glorifying it. Be careful with spreading it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a disease now. Mm-hmm. It's so Will out of control. Me, is that unforgivable? I'm telling you. It's the wrong one, sorry, I mean, because the Bible tells you the complete opposite, sorry. right? And I just uh-huh. feel like I understand that you probably do need to distance yourself from people sometimes, yeah. but when you make it a habit, right. you're going to end up alone. And I think that's just oh, like common like sense. People and not just alone in the physical. Mm. You're going to be alone in the spiritual. Like you have to understand that this is not what God wanted for us. Mm. He didn't want us to have a cutoff culture where we are so, we have such a low tolerance for any and everything around mm-hmm. us that we're just willing to eliminate it. That's oh, such a okay. dangerous yeah walk have you seen that meme where it's like i, I cut people it, off yes, i had no problem cutting people off and blah 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 and everything like man that's that's a, that's a sad way to live it's a it lot is. of memes out there about cutting but off. i think mm-hmm. the, the problem is that they're cutting the wrong people off and i think that's what the um difficulty in it is because losing people want to cut people off that's going to tell them the truth exactly so if you're telling me the truth and you're really trying to add some type of substance to my life i'm going to cut you off because that's not what i want to hear in this moment (laughs) it's not what i need and you're not adding to what i'm trying to do my vibe my vibe because that's another one that gets on my nerves like the cut off the vibe (laughs) i'm you're you're killing my vibe (laughs) you're not adding to their vibe in this moment of what they want you to add it to so guess what i need to cut you off you know so we're cutting off people that tell the truth how about we start cutting off people that's not benefiting our life right. um so i definitely agree with you in that the culture the cutoff thing they they they, they don't know who they want to cut off like mm-hmm. they they're cutting the wrong people off and that's usually when they want to distance when things are being told the truth to them you know i i can't can yeah. you handle the truth and if you have to cut off that many people in your life maybe you're the problem exactly <laughs> seriously like i mean goodness who's just walking around just that being man <laughs> so negatively affected by everyone around them where they just have to cut everybody off that's when you have to start taking a look in the mirror and really taking a step back and say wait a minute the common denominator in this issue <laughs> right <laughs> I'm the I problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Everybody say it with me. One, two, three. I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And but see that almost goes that's why I say it goes along with everybody's vibes and all these things because everybody's so big on this, like, oh, you're killing my vibe or what is it? Energy, all these different mm-hmm. things that people the are universe. using now. Mm-hmm. Your, your your energy is off. I'm I just met her for the first time, but her energy energy did not sit right with me so i just cannot go around her anymore like (laughs) it's it like it 
it, it kills me. Or this being your friend for 10 years. I don't know. Our energy just started to cross the wrong way. <laughs> and so what happened? Well, she tried to tell me I was wrong because I still wanted to date Johnny. And he's been cheating on me like four times. And she's like telling me I'm better than this situation. So her energy was just not what I needed. Because I only need positive energy right now yeah. in this area and in this space. So I'm going to go ahead and I had to end that. Because, you know, I just can't have that. And I'm trying to get in my bag right now. Like, <laughs> this bag. is exactly what everybody, like... <laughs> I don't want to get in nobody bag, okay? Because eventually I'm gonna I'm gonna end up in a body bag, okay? Girl. So I don't even want to keep oh, preaching now. that and speaking that into existence. Everybody want to be in a bag. Yep. Everybody want to be. Listen, I wanna I want peace of mind. That part. That's something you can't not find like in nobody bag. Day. Not a Walmart bag. Not a Birkin mm-hmm. bag. Not a grocery bag. You just I. I just want peace of mind. That's mm-hmm. all I want. I want mm-hmm. peace of mind. I want good friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I want a great, great people around me. I want, I want to be reassured. I want to be loved back to love. You know, everything that they speak of is so superficial. Remove those superficial things in your life and try mm-hmm. God. I dare you. I mm-hmm. dare you. Mm-hmm. And just like you said in the beginning, people don't, when people hear your story, when you really get in depth, what people sacrifice for the bag or what mm-hmm. you have to do to get mm. the bag. Oh. People don't want to really live that life no. for that bag, but they're losing these superficial lives there that come go. along and they don't know what they're attaching themselves yep. to and yep. they don't understand it. So people that really have lived it, like, girl, you don't even know what you're talking I'm about. You don't even know what you. you're barking up. You don't I know what type of scars <laughs> you're putting on yourself. Mm. You don't know these emotional mm. spirits and things that you deal with in your mind that mm. make people go crazy. Mm. Cause you know, it's not just that you've seen this person live in this lifestyle where they were Louis down and all this stuff, mm-hmm. driving the best cars. The next thing they're that person that's a drug addict. And mm. you're like, they used to have everything, mm. but you just don't know what's really tormenting them in their mind and what they're really dealing with spiritually. And they may not even be drug addict. They just look like they went playing crazy mm. and you don't know what happened to them. Cause they was the person that was the best person dressed person on the corner, mm. on the street. Mm. And you just don't know what happened. Like, but you don't understand what they sacrificed for that bag. And now they're like, I wish I never got the bag. And I just had what you, just said yeah. i try jesus yes red bottoms cannot get you to heaven y'all Child. they can't Who finna spend on <laughs> listen they can't. make your own just paint it red oh shit. Just, i'm so done i don't even focus on it i wouldn't i wouldn't call so superficial call just, get red paint <laughs> you know how they gonna know listen until god increases my income and my lifestyle that i understand now listen i'm not paying no 500 dollars for no pair of shoes i just wouldn't anyway (laughs) exactly i I wouldn't i I mean if you have a different lifestyle and that's just like nothing to you then hey i understand Mm -hmm. it but but we got too many people that's on our level that it's not you know you Mm -hmm. need to be focused on jesus christ be on our level buying them red bonds balenciaga like how how are we affording this yeah i don't even care i don't don't even care about people People doing that i just want people to be aware that these worldly things are going to get you nowhere, nowhere. Right. when exactly. you end up in the Absolutely grave where they going right exactly. they can't go like, with you take it from me i don't care what you have where you gain what you risk your life for what you risk your freedom for like and you're wow. the person that they're Same trying again. to cut off like yeah. you said right. you're the person that they're trying to cut off yeah. because like you're letting them know none of these things add value to your life mm-hmm. until you find the freedom that you want in christ yeah they're letting, mm-hmm. they're letting them things consume their whole livelihood they yes. there's people who want to be yes. buried with their money and jewelry yeah, I've, I've known funerals like that's that crazy. and i'm like 
For what? What is it gonna do in the grave with? Okay, I'm fine. Like, that, that the wrong with liking those stuff, but when it consume your whole life, that's what it's. it's, it's you're worshiping is idolatry, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like you're yeah, worshiping. It's the same it, You're putting thing. it before the Lord, and mm-hmm. He's gonna the get. And you know, it kills me because you have a lot of parents who complain about the things that their children focus on but you have to take a step back and realize it's because they hear your conversations exactly you know they hear what's important to you (laughs) they hear what you feel makes you complete or makes you feel like you're better than the neighbor or the person across the street you know they listen to these like i said children are sponges they pay attention when you don't think they're paying attention Mm -hmm. and if they hear and see that that's what's important to you then they're going to put a price tag on it too Mm -hmm. and but you can't get mad at them um, because they cry on mm-hmm. Christmas because they haven't gotten everything that their <laughs> friends got when you've already set the standard for it. Preach. You've yep. already planted Preach. that seed in their mind that, that these part. worldly things are so important and then when you fall short and can't afford to give it to them, then you want to get angry and, and angry at God of all, all things. Mm-hmm. You want to get angry at God that he's not providing enough for you or providing enough for your children and I think we just have to be careful what we idolize. We have mm-hmm. to be very careful right. with the things that we say the mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. we surround ourselves with the the people that we envy mm-hmm. um sometimes mm-hmm. you can envy a friend and the child doesn't hear the conversations that you have with the friend they hear the conversations you have when that friend is gone exactly. they hear how you envy that person and they look at why you say you envy that person so you just i mm-hmm. think you have to you have to be careful yeah, with talking to. about things like the bag and chasing the bag and cutting people off and, and energy that is a miserable existence. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Oh, It's terrible. I don't know why people are so negative and so, you know. It's selfish. We became there so selfish. Go. It's a selfish. That's why it seems like every, the generations are just becoming more and more selfish. It's about what can I do not working together. Because like, I, one thing I'd be trying to understand to my youth, I'd be like, if you guys all have the same math, you guys are all doing the same thing. Why don't you guys work together? Right, help each work other. Work together as a team. If you understand math better, you understand language arts, get together, work together. You guys are supposed to be best friends. You guys are supposed to be the, oh, I don't call anybody my best friend. You know, that's fruity. Like, really? There okay. you go. Like, it's just, wow. it's just so many different mm. things that, you know, our generations are, like, picking mm-hmm. up on that is it, it, horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, this younger generation, the way that things are being presented to them and they think is reality, that really is not reality. Mm-hmm. and they're just missing the whole fact of Jesus Christ's love like you said with the Christmas thing I think that's one of a big thing especially with the holidays coming up that people have to realize that your kids shouldn't wait for Christmas to think that that's when they're supposed to get everything that they wanted for the right. whole year it, of course you do for your kids throughout the I will I hope you do for your kids throughout the whole year so that they know Christmas is just another day you may get something a little bit extra but you shouldn't expect everything on right. Christmas you know it's like I know growing up on Christmas we always got one big gift and then we got what we needed like clothes socks shoes you know different things we needed but we got one big gift and that's how we seen christmas but we knew that that's not what christmas was about you know is our gifts and what we had on the tree and i never felt like i lacked or wanted for anything because i always felt like no matter what we asked for my parents always got it for us but we came from us 
putting in work you know you yes. want something okay so you need to make sure that this is done and that is done you know we was excited just to do our chores on saturday so we can get our little ten dollars and go to the dollar store and spend it you know there was things like that that you was excited yeah. about but this generation now they talking about can you get me some Louis Vuitton yeah. <laughs> shoes beats headphones and iPhones. i mean if you have it to give to them please but right. don't right. even if you have it to give to don't glorify it no. yeah don't make it a focus yeah, don't yeah. you know make it such a mm-hmm. big deal because then your children will feel like they're losing in life and you don't ever want to convey that message based on materialistic things that mean absolutely nothing yeah right don't don't i that's perfect don't glorify it and your kids should not think that that's what they worship right they should know the difference between you know we have these things because of who jesus christ is we have this because we have a relationship with christ that we're able to do this he has blessed us and able to do this you know like i think that's the point that people are missing out of it no we're not saying you're wrong for wanting to do for your kids and give your kids the right thing but do they understand where it comes from do they understand the source of why they have the things that they have they're able to live their comfortable lifestyles because some kids don't that's why you know they can make they try to make fun of the kids that may have less but they may have like Mm. Antoine said more joy um, Mm. in their hearts because whatever they get they understand where everything that they get comes from Mm. that's why it's like it's it's a nice it's the best thing to give something Mm. to a child and they just oh my gosh thank you Mm. like they're so excited about whatever you give to them because Mm. they understand that you know Mm. this is a gift to me this Mm. is something that is important to me and they may understand where it comes from like Sagira said um, she told a story about her youngest daughter no matter what it is that you give her she's overjoyed like it can be a piece of candy and she's like oh my gosh that's for me that's That's how you know (laughs) that's how your kids should feel like because they understand like this comes from God this comes from Jesus so whatever it is like oh my gosh it's so small but I love it you know overjoyed and and it's genuine you know like it's not that fake oh thank you like that's like Gianna give a pair of socks that's pink It's so beautiful. Oh, it's pink. It's it's for me. Yeah, because I can assure you, yeah, Gianna, these that's kids, her. they don't care. Exactly. You can give them the world; they do not care. That's they'll hard. they'll never be as grateful as you think they should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My kids are perfect examples of that. <laughs> no matter what you give them, they don't care. They do not care. I mean, most some things that most kids would die to have. You give it to my kids, and like, who's that for? Uh, you. <laughs> it's a PS5. Well, who's supposed to play with that? <laughs> Listen, I don't have enough room in my room for that. I don't know where we're gonna keep that. We must gonna be keep that in here. I mean, they're just so you'll never <laughs> satisfy them completely. Is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? And like, even if you try to give them the world, it's mm-hmm. not what they need. Mm-hmm. Give them God. I mean, mm-hmm. my kids love church. They love the fact that we're Christians. My son played a football game the other week ago, and I guess the church across the street from the school wanted to throw a party for Christian athletes. And my son, um, I'm driving him to school one morning, and he's telling me about the party that they're trying to throw. And he's like, yeah, Mom, I really, really want to go. The, 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 the party is supposed to be for Christian athletes, and I'm a Christian athlete, and I want to go, and I want to make sure... And, you know, I'm trying to explain to him that, you know, you're going to be sweaty after the game and tired and, you know, we're not going to have time to drive home and then drive back to the church and that. And he he was so determined to go that after the game, he just switched out into the clothes that he had on earlier at school and went because he was just so excited to go because he felt like 
it belonged to him because mm-hmm. they said it's for Christian, Christian athletes. athletes. And he wanted to make sure he showed his face. He didn't care if his teammates thought it was uncool mm-hmm. or if the other kids weren't going to show up because it was at a church. And he was so elated, mm-hmm. elated to go and to be a, be around this this church and uh, the other kids even though there, there there weren't many very student uh, a lot of student athletes there there were other kids there teenagers mm-hmm. there who whose focus is maybe somewhere else but mm-hmm. they're christians just like him and that's mm-hmm. all that mattered to him in that moment yeah. you know and i thought that was that was great and i feel like that's what my joy is yeah. is seeing my children understand the importance of god it makes me feel like i've done something right you know, like my daughter, she's not the most open person in the world, but you know, she's, she'll tell you, she loves going to church. She misses it now that she works and sometimes can't go as much as she used to. And she listens, she listens to what pastor says. She stopped going into, I mean, she made her own independent decisions when she wanted to stop going to children's church. I guess she thought she was just too old and grown. So she sits in a pew, like with a serious face, but she's listening. I mean, even though she uses most of it against me, (laughs) at least she's listening. You know, I mean, I know she thinks I'm the biggest heathen on earth because she'll she'll listen and then see how I live at home and be like, now, you know, (laughs) you know, she's like my conscience. It's awful. But, you know, I'm just glad that she understands how important her relationship with God is and how important our church family is and how important pastor is and that she has a team. She can Mm -hmm. feel safe that she has a team and that she has people who knows her and who won't judge her for who she is, you know. But um, again, focus, the focus should always be on. The Christ. freedom that, yeah, that Christ gives you. It's, it's so freeing. I wish people would try it. I really, people so quick to try drugs. Mm. Can you try, try God, try Christ. Y'all try on a pair of shoes y'all can't afford. Mm. Try, try Christ. Mm. Right? Yeah, try your boss at work. Cause they done said the wrong thing one too many times. Try, try Christ instead. Just try it. It'll change your life. Ah. I promise. <laughs> So, I wish they always wishing I would. <laughs> I wish you would try. Just try Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's awesome. It really just to close it out tonight. Like she said, the focus is Jesus Christ and understanding how much love you have in Him. So as new believers, we definitely want you to be encouraged. Or even if you are an old believer and kind of lost your way along the way and forgot who you were in Christ that you we hope that you find your way back we pray that you just continue to stay on the path continue to stay in the good fight and know that god is constantly there with you encourage you find his love his unconditional love find his freeing spirit that he gives to you every day which is the holy spirit that guides you directs you and leads you and helps you to just process everything around you so that you know that you are able to overcome and you have the victory over everything in your life and nothing can stop you with Christ nothing at all no matter what the enemy tells you or anybody around you tries to call you they can call you anything they want out of your name they could talk 
about you like a dog, but no matter what, you're still going to be who you are in Christ. Yes, and he is still guiding your footsteps. They can never strip from you. One thing man can never take from you is your Christianity and your relationship with Christ. Mm. No matter how hard they try, they can never take that. The only one that can stop that is you. Yeah. So don't allow anybody to make you think they can or try to tell you who you should be in Christ. Yeah. Know who you are yourself and know your relationship with Christ so that you can know who you serve unconditionally and yes. loves you unconditionally. Yeah. So we are just praying for all of you guys. Stay encouraged. We hope this encouraged you. And please leave us comments. Please check out our Facebook page. Check out our website. Um, let us know what y'all want to hear. You know, we really would like you guys to really let us know. You know, sometimes it can be a struggle knowing what to get on this mic and say. But if mm -hmm. we know what you guys want to help, that challenges us to go search our Bibles and dig in deeper so that we can come and present it and have a good discussion with you guys about it. So please let us know what you want to hear. You can leave a comment on any of our Facebook posts. Um, some of the um, Apple podcasts, I know you can leave a comment on what you want to hear. Um, Spotify, I think they said you can't. Um, I don't know the other platforms, but whatever platform you listen to it on, um, I'm not familiar. You Google users. Can you leave a comment on Google Play? Um, well, that's why Apple is the best. I try to tell these people they don't listen. Yeah, even under the Facebook or the Instagram, just yes. leave your comments. We, we read everything. Yes. Don't think we don't see it. Yes. We see it. We read it. We take it to heart. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate that you take the time to type something to us. Yes. And you know, we got to shout our girl Sagara out because she just be all over our stuff, leaving comments, be talking. <laughs> she just be helping us. Um, we got a couple other faithful people that just like our posts and share them. So we appreciate everybody. Just keep sharing us. Yes. Keep liking the posts on Facebook and Instagram. Pray for Sister Lulu. Yes, continue to pray for Sister Lulu. She's doing a little bit better. She was able to come to women's group. So she doing, she hanging in there, y'all. So hopefully she'll be back with us soon. And hopefully Charmaine will still tune in sometime. We're going to try to fight y'all. We're going to try to get her on the podcast. You know, we're going to try to keep her. But anyways, we just thank you guys for everything. Have a good night. And good night. We love you guys. Thank you for joining. Bye. We appreciate Bye. you. Bye.